Good evening, good evening. Come on in. Come on in, come on in. Come on in. Expect the great. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Expect the great. Yes, come on in. Expect the great. Yes, yes, come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in. We'll give a few more people time to jump on. Come on in. Come on in, come on in. I'm excited about this word on tonight. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in, come on in, come on in. I pray that you are just as excited as I am about this word on this evening, amen. I promise you, I promise you there is a word from the Lord on this evening. And as the song was playing, expect a great, expect a great, expect something great from God. Amen, amen, amen. And I pray that, that you come, came this evening with an open heart and an open mind, ready to receive from the Lord. Amen. So we're going to jump right on into our um, lesson for tonight. I am standing in for Apostle Keisha Bradley on tonight. I um, count it an honor and a privilege that she even asked me to fill in for her. Amen. I cannot stand in her shoes, but I will do my best on tonight. And I pray that what um, the Lord has given me to give you, it will bless you. I pray that it will bless you. So for those of you that um, may have your Bibles, if you turn with me, to the book of Genesis, chapter 18. We're going to be coming from there. And it's a very um, familiar story. You know the story of Sarah and Abraham when the angels visited um, Abraham and told him that they were going to have a son. And Sarah in the tent began to laugh about what the angels said. And, you know, God asked her, why did she laugh? Um, and she lied. You know, she said that she didn't laugh. So I'll be coming from that on this evening. Um, again, if you have your word, go with me to Genesis chapter 18. And I'll be coming from verses 9, um, 9 through 14. Amen. Amen. So I pray that you are excited, excited, excited. As I said before, I am excited to be before you this evening. I am excited that God has chosen me as a vessel, um, a body to be used by him and for him. So I am grateful and thankful. Amen. So I pray that you are excited about what he is going to say this afternoon, but I come to tell you this afternoon or this evening to expect the unexpected. Amen. That, that should get you excited right there. If you don't get excited about it, I'm excited for you. Expect the unexpected because the times that we're dealing with right now, you have to be ready to expect the unexpected. Amen. Amen. So if you go with me in scripture, I'm going to go, like I said, from verse nine, I'm going to read down, you know, in the beginning, it says, then they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? So he said, here in the tent, and he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life, and behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says that Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. 
Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child, since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? That's the question we ask ourselves. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? That's nothing too hard for God. Amen. And it goes on to say, at the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. And then it goes on down to verse 16, and it says, Then the men arose from there and looked towards Solomon and Abraham, went with them to send them on their way. But we're going to jump on down to um, verse number 21, where it says, uh, let me make sure I got verse 21. We're going to drop down to verse 21. Uh, I'm sorry, chapter 21. If you turn over to chapter 21, verses 1 through 2, excuse me for that. Um, my notes are to the side and I'm trying to go from memory. But verse tw chapter 21, verses 1 through 2, and it says, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time of which God had spoken to him. Amen. Is that what your word says on this afternoon, on this evening? So again, for a topic, I'm coming to tell you to expect the unexpected. I'm going to say that again. Expect the unexpected. Now, if we were in church, I would tell you to turn to your neighbor. Amen. And tell your neighbor to expect. The unexpected. But since we're on a live, I would encourage you to type in the comments to expect the unexpected. So you can't receive anything if you don't speak it out of your mouth. You have to declare and decree what thus says the Lord. And he come this afternoon, this evening to tell you to expect the unexpected. Can I get a witness? Amen. Expect the unexpected. So in our highlighted scriptures today, we read a bit of a very familiar story. One that has been told and it has been preached on numerous occasions. And the usual title utilized usually asks the question, is there anything too hard for God? We as Christians know that without a shadow of a doubt, there that there is nothing too hard for God. Amen. So please bear with me this evening as I give you what the Lord has given me. And so if you just hopped on this live, amen, just to be nosy, just to, to spectate, just, just to see what we're going to be talking about, amen, you're in the wrong place just to spectate. I want you to participate. I need some amens out there this, this evening. I need somebody that says preach. I need somebody out there that's, that's going to tell me, go ahead, Lane, and tell me what the Lord has said, amen. Don't just sit on the other side of the screen and watch me. Get involved because this is a word from the Lord, Amen. Amen. Just don't be out there, um, um, as to say, spectating, trying to point out my flaws and my errors. Amen. I may skip over some words or miss some words or whatever, but my heart is in the right place. I come to serve God. I come to give God praise and to give him honor through this word. Amen. 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 My Bible tells me that we should come into his house with, with praise and thanksgiving. So as you're on this live, you should have an attitude of gratitude because the Lord allowed you to see yet another day. Amen. He did not have to wake you up this morning. He did not have to give you breath in your body. He did not have to, to rise you up early this morning, allow you to go to your place of employment or, or sit at home. He didn't have to do any of those things because of who you are. 
He only did it because of who he is in our lives. So we have to take time to reverence God and his greatness. Amen. We have to take time this afternoon, this evening to reverence God. Hallelujah. 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 He's the one that woke us up this morning and started us on our way. Amen. He's the one that gave us health and strength to see another day. He's the one that has put food on our tables, clothes on our backs. Amen. He's the one that has given us a house, a car, a job. Whatever you have, you have it only because of God. Amen. So don't count it robbery to give God praise. Maybe you're not used to waving your hands or, or saying amen or telling God, thank you. Maybe you just went for the, you just went on your pastor or your preacher to tell you it's okay to wave your hands. Amen. But now is the time that you got to be about your father's business. You have to be ready to give God what's due him. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. 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 I just want to encourage you this evening to expect the unexpected. See, on this live, it's just you and me. I don't know how many's on here, how many's watching, but I would encourage you to check your heart. Amen. It's not, it's time out for, for playing church. Amen. It's, it's time out to, to be so concerned about what your neighbor's doing, so concerned about what your, your best friend doing. No, you have to be concerned about what you're doing in this time and in this season. Mm -hmm. Don't be like Sarah laughing at what God has, has promised you. I come to encourage you this afternoon. If God promised you something, does not matter that it has not come to pass just yet. Amen. God will not lie. He cannot lie. If God told you, or if somebody spoke it over your life, it has to come to pass. Amen. God's word cannot return to him void. Amen. Check your word. Check your word. Check your word. That's what the word said. God said he cannot lie. Amen. So if he promised it to you, it shall come to pass. Amen. So let's go ahead and get on down until, to the lesson on tonight. So from the first time Abraham and Sarah were married, she wanted a child. Amen. She was no different from any other woman of that day and time. No different from many of us. Amen. Many of us desire to have a child of our own if we don't already have one. But back in those times, women were expected to get married. They were expected to have children and preferably a male son. When we first hear about Sarah in the Bible, the first thing we learn about her is that she is barren and she had no child. The one thing she was struggling with, the one thing that she had to deal with day in and day out, the one thing that everybody knew about her was the one thing that was attached to her name. Uh, she was barren. Come on, somebody, help me preach this thing. That's how many people are, identif are identified today. They don't know your actual name. They know your circumstance. They know your situation. They know what, what you've been through. They know what your mama did, what your daddy did. But they don't know who you are. You know, you can be in the grocery store, Walmart. Somebody will walk up to you and they'll say, uh, aren't you so-and-so's daughter or so-and-so's son? You kind of look like them. Or aren't you the person that I heard did so-and-so and so-and-so? But see, God doesn't put those kind of labels on, on us. Thank God for that. God is nothing like man. Amen. God calls us blessed. God calls us his children. God calls us heirs to the throne. Come on, somebody. Amen. Thank God that he is nothing like man. Amen. So we need to be real with ourselves on this, on this evening. Amen. To realize and recognize that what man says we are, we are not, we are not those things. 
Some people may have, have a have a, a past of, of drinking or or doing drugs or or running the streets or sleeping with this man, sleeping with this woman, and people remember remember you by what you did. Yeah. They label you by your past. But how many of you know your past was just preparing you for where God was wanting to take you? Your past is actually a testimony for somebody else. But you can encourage somebody and let them know what God brought me out of out of this. God brought me out of that. And now I'm here. That encourages them to let them know if God did it for me, he can surely do it for you. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Because everybody in the body is somebody. But how many of you, of you know that people come on somebody? People will not let your past die. People will keep your labor on you. You can be as old as Sarah. Come on, somebody. You will walk past somebody and they will tell you, do you remember when you used to do? Yeah. See, that's when we have to get out of self. That's when we have to realize that God created, created, created us for more. Amen. God has designed a purpose and a plan for our lives. But sometimes it's so easy just like Sarah, it was so easy for her to laugh at what God has promised her. And that's how we get sometimes. It's so easy for us to discount what God has promised us. God has promised us joy, peace. Amen. But because we have troubling times or, or, or difficulties, we forget the promise of God. The promise of God is yes and amen. He wouldn't have said it if he didn't mean it. Mean it. Amen. What God has promised you must come to pass. Must come to pass, but we got to do our part. We got to do our part. Amen. We got to do our part. Now, in our scripture, we find that Abraham has been told that by this time next year, his wife will have a son. However, scripture tells us that Sarah was past the childbearing age. She and her husband were, oh, they were well advanced in age. In fact, had, in fact, Sarah had waited about 39 years for God to fulfill his promise. Can you imagine? Now, I'm not going to tell you my age, but I'm well past 39. And trust and believe, I don't want no more kids. Hear me now, God. Amen. I don't want any more kids, but this is something Sarah desired. She desired a child. But time had passed by and went on that she had given up. On her desire. Amen. She was like, it's, it's okay now. I, I, I'm too old. I, I don't want this anymore, God. I, I'm okay with what I have. Does that sound like something that you have told God? Just because it has not come to pass. It's okay, God. I, I don't need it now. I'm good with what I do have. But I know God. He owns the cattle on a thousand hill. Amen. Which means he has more than enough to provide you with whatever you may need. And if the cattle are sitting on a thousand hill, you already know the hills have to be green. Amen. So the cows can eat. Come on, somebody. Amen. So God is going to supply all of your needs. You have to continue to trust God. Know that God is for you. Amen. But as I said, Sarah had waited about 39 years for God to fulfill his promise. So it was practically impossible for them to even have a child at that age. So I can imagine in Sarah's mind, she thought God done bumped his head. Amen. She probably thought God was, was just making light of, of her 
imperfection. Amen. But how many of you know God accepts us just as we are, including with our flaws, with our mistakes, with our slip-ups? God still loves us and he still fulfills his promises to us in spite of us. So in spite of Sarah laughing, in spite of Sarah not believing God, he's still blessed her with his son. Amen. Amen. So I'm coming to tell you to expect the unexpected. Over in Habakkuk 2 and 3, it says, For still the vision awaits its appointed time. Come on, somebody. It hastens to the end. It would not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. In other words, you have to be patient. You have to wait on God. The Bible tells us that our timing is not God's timing. So just because we prayed for it today does not mean we're going to get it today. Just because it was spoken in our lives on yesterday does not mean it's going to happen in two days from now. We have to wait on God. Wait patiently on God. Don't wait murmuring and complaining. Oh, God, you said I was, I was going to have this. Oh, God, you promised me this. I don't have it yet. Get, yet, God, what's taking you so long? Don't be murmuring and complaining about what God has promised you. Wait patiently on God. Amen. Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. The word tells us to wait. Amen. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, but they who wait for the Lord, come on now, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. Wait on God. Come on, somebody. Wait. Wait on God. Hallelujah. You better wait on him. You better wait on him. Wait on him. See, over the years, God has promised you some things that have not yet come to pass. And you think that, that just because it hasn't happened, that it's not going to happen. Well, I came by this evening to let you know and to remind you of, of his promise, to remind you of his timing. Amen. Somebody has asked the Lord, why is it taking so long? Well, the answer might be because you, you keep putting your hands in it. Come on, somebody. You know how we do, just like Sarah. She couldn't wait on God. She she wanted a son so bad. What did she do? She gave Abraham her her mate her handmaiden. Then got mad. Come on, somebody. That's just like us. We'll dibble and dabble all in what God is trying to do for us, and then when it don't work out in our favor, we get mad at God because it messed up. It wasn't God's fault. Come on, somebody. We were required to wait. It's about being obedient and waiting on God. Just wait on God. Just wait on God. I'm telling you, I'm trying to encourage you. Wait on God. Let me help somebody this evening. God does not need your help. Huh? God does not need your help. God created the heavens and the earth. Hung the moon and the stars. Created the birds, the fish. Come on, somebody. Separated the land from the water. He did all that by himself. He didn't call you and ask you, what did you think about it? Amen. So just like he handled that, he can handle your life. He can handle what's going on in your life. Give it to God and allow God to do what God does. 
Amen. The problem is that we, with our smart selves, we with our holy and sanctified selves, we with all, all knowledge and understanding, we who think we got it all going on, come on somebody, I'm talking about us. We get in the way. God tells us to sit down, we standing up. God tells us to be quiet, we got something to say. God tells us to go left, we going to the right. God says, back up, back up, we're moving forward. Amen. We're, the problem is, we get out of his will. Come on, somebody, we get out of his will. No, we have got to be patient. We've got to wait on God. And just because it didn't happen yet does not mean it's not going to happen. See, sometimes God's answer to us is wait. Uh-huh. Because he knows if he gives it to us now, we can't handle it. Yeah, we can't handle what God will bless us with. Amen. I, I, when I'm preaching in the church, I always tell the congregation, I want a million dollars. Amen. I'm not the only one that want a million dollars. But God knows if he gave me a million dollars right now, this very moment, Ain't no telling what I would do with that million dollars. I know what I have said that I was going to do. I've said that I'll pay my tithes off of it. I'll give some money to the church. I'll do this. I'll do that. But how many of you know, but when it's in your hands, come on, when it gets in your hands, that's something totally different. Huh? A million dollars? Hmm. That's something to think on. And then the more I ask God for my million dollars, he said, Lane, look back at your income papers. Huh? How long have you been in the workforce? I said, God, you know, I've been working since I've been about 16. He said, and now, how old are you? I said, okay, God, what are you telling me? He said, Lane, if you add up all of your W-2s from the time you were 16 to now, how close are you to your, to your million dollars? Have you exceeded your million dollars? Come on, somebody. See, God will give us stuff that we ask for, but it's in his timing. Catch that, somebody. It's in his timing, not our timing. He never says he's going to give it to us all at once. He has to give it to us in increments. So we're able to handle what he's given us. Amen. Come on, somebody. I'm helping somebody this evening. He has to give it to you in increments because if he gave it to you all at once, you would waste it. You would blow it. You wouldn't know what to, how to handle it. You're asking God for a big old house. You can't even keep your two-bedroom apartment clean. Come on, somebody. You want God to bless you with an SUV? Are you making enough money to make those payments on that SUV? Be mindful what you're asking God for. Because sometimes God will give you just what you ask for. Come on now. And when you get it, you realize it's really not what you wanted. <laughs> it really wasn't what you wanted. And then you can't give it back to God. He's going to say, you go ahead, you keep it, you ask for it, you deal with it. And when it gets too heavy for you, what do we do? We run right back to God. God, take this burden from me. 
God, I, I can't handle it. It's too much for me. And then what does God do? Takes it back. Without a question. Without I told you so. Without saying I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't handle it. God takes it back graciously. Handles your situation. Picks you up. Dusts you off. And places you in the direction you're supposed to be going in. Amen. 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 I pray that I'm blessing somebody. See, the enemy wants you to believe that God has forgotten all about you. I'm sure that at some point in time, Sarah felt like that God had turned his back on her. I'm sure she felt like that God has had, had broken his promise to her. I'm sure she felt like that God just, just didn't care about her anymore. And many of us are in the same situation. We feel like God has forgotten about us. We feel like God has turned his back on us because things are not going the way we want them to go. But how many of you know this after this evening that everything that God does, he does it well. And everything that takes place in our lives is for our good. It may not feel good while we're going through it, but it's for our good. God will get the glory out of whatever you're going through. Whatever situation, whatever circumstance, God will still get the glory. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I'm sure that Sarah thought that God was not going to do what he said he was going to do. So on the inside, she laughed like, really, God? You're telling me by this time next year I'm going to have a son? God, do you see how old I am? Do you, do you see where I'm at in my life right now? I can't handle a child at this time. I'm sure Sarah was doubting God. But how many of you know that God is a promise keeper? Come on, somebody. God is a promise keeper. He doesn't break his promises. He doesn't go back on his word. Amen. So if he said it, it's going to come to pass. So I'm, I'm sure that as Sarah was sitting in that tent, she was a little bit skeptical, thinking like, you know what, God? Whatever, God. However, God. We'll see, God. Yeah, that's what we say sometimes to God. When God tells us to go do something, we say, whatever, God. However, God. We hear you, God. But we don't do what God has called us today to do. We don't have enough faith to believe God. Amen. We're like Sarah. We're like Sarah. We're like Sarah. It goes on to say that at the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. In other words, God told them to expect the unexpected. And the Bible says on down in chapter 21, verses 1 through 2, that the Lord visited Sarah, and he, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah, and as he had spoken. Come on, let me say that again. Chapter 21, verse 1 through 2, says that the Lord visited Sarah, as he had said, and then, she and did what he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. And at the set time of which God had spoken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get that in your spirit. God did just what he said. Come on, somebody. He did just what he said. I'm telling you, God is a promise keeper. If he said it, good God Almighty, it shall come to pass. Amen. 
The Bible says that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Amen. Today is your day. Today is your set time for the Lord's visitation. Come on, somebody. Today is your day. What has God promised you over the years? What has God told you that he was going to do for you? Well, I come to encourage you this evening that today is your day. Expect the unexpected. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, wake up the next day expecting the unexpected. Day after day, if it doesn't come to pass, continue to expect the unexpected. Why? Because God said it. I didn't say it. Hallelujah. Your preacher didn't say it. Your mama didn't say it. Your daddy didn't say it. God said it. So expect the unexpected. Come on, somebody. I feel that thing deep down on the inside because there are some things that God has spoken over my life. Come on now, come on. There are some things that he has promised me that has yet to come to pass. But I'm even encouraging myself on this evening. I'm telling myself, Lane, you have to expect the unexpected. Come on, somebody. Expect the unexpected. Don't doubt God. Don't give up on God. Does not matter what's going on in the world. As long as you have breath in your body, expect the unexpected. If God promised you that he was going to heal you, expect the unexpected. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I need you to catch this this afternoon, this evening. Catch this thing. Expect the unexpected. Write it down. Put it on your mirror. Put it somewhere that you see it every day. Expect the unexpected. So when it comes to pass, good God Almighty, you can say, that was God. God promised me this. God said that I can have this. God did this for me. Come on, somebody. Expect the unexpected. Whoo! I'm telling you, if he promised you a house, hallelujah, expect the unexpected. One thing I know about God, make it specific and make it plain. The Bible says, write the vision. See, don't, don't go to God and ask him just for a house. Amen. Because he may give you a house you have to go in and, and build up and restore. If you want a four-bedroom, three-bath, amen, two-car garage, tell God that and then expect the unexpected. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Expect the unexpected. If God promised you a raise on your job, expect the unexpected. Just because it hasn't happened yet does not mean it's not going to come to pass. If he said it, it shall happen. Expect the unexpected. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. If he promised you it, it has nothing to do with your age, has nothing to do with your gender, nothing to do with your race or your education. Amen. God does not pick, amen, based on those character characteristics like man. You know, sometimes you'll go and you apply for a job or you apply for this and you apply for that and they start going over your credit report. They want to go over your history, this, and they want to see if you qualify for whatever you're asking for. See, God says, come to him with a pure heart. That's your qualification. Hallelujah. Salvation, that's your qualification. Come on, somebody. It ain't rocket science. It ain't rocket science. Hallelujah. God will equip you for the very thing he has called you to do. 
Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you to expect the unexpected. God can do the extraordinary. Amen. If he can turn water into wine, come on, somebody. Give sight to the blind. Make the lame man walk. Open up deaf ears, blinded eyes. Oh, my God. What can he do for you? I'll tell you what he can do. He can do all things, anything, everything. Everything but fail. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God we serve. God said, what have you been looking to happen? What are you waiting on? Think back on the words that have been spoken over your life. Come on, somebody. See, I come to remind you this, this evening of the promises of God. Yes, 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 yes. I come to remind somebody of what God has promised you. It's not too late. Hallelujah. Know that God is still working behind the scenes to, to bring it to pass. Who I'm telling you to expect the unexpected. You may have been dealing with sickness in your body. Asking God to heal your body. Hallelujah. Got a bad report from the doctor. And, you, and God said that he would heal you. But it hasn't happened yet. Don't get discouraged. Don't get dismayed. Hang on to God's word. Hallelujah. His word says by his stripes. Come on somebody. By his stripes we're healed. You got to have that faith deep down on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Trust God even the more. Trust God every time you go to the doctor's office and the doctor come and he wants to tell you what a bad report. You tell him, my God says I am healed. Hallelujah. Whose report will you believe this evening? Believe the report of the Lord. Believe the report of the Lord. I'm telling you to expect the unexpected. See, you got to get to the point where you just believe God. Amen. Just believe God. He's the one person that can't lie to you. People have, have told you they're going to do this for you. And later on, they, they say they can't do it. People has promised to give you this. And later on, they take that promise back. But I know that God is a promise keeper. I'm telling you, God is a promise keeper. He'll never go back on this word. Amen. He'll never go back on this word. So I'm telling you this evening to get it in your spirit. Get it deep down on the inside of you. Expect the unexpected. See, some of us this evening after this live, we need to go back, go somewhere and sit down and reminisce on what God has promised us. Write it down. Huh? Write it down. Say, God, you promised me this. God, you promised me this. God, you promised me that. Then remind God of his promise. He doesn't, he doesn't mind us reminding him of what he's promised us. It's not that he's forgotten. Amen. Bring it back to his remembrance. As I said before, God can do everything but fail. If he's promised it to you, I guarantee you it shall come to pass. The word says that our latter, latter days shall be better than our former days. Amen. So the best is still yet to come. Does not matter your age, where you are on the age spectrum, amen. You could be 15, 25, 35, 65, 85. Does not matter if you're still here on this earth. 
and a promise that God give it, has given you has not yet come to pass, it shall happen. It shall happen because his word is true. Hallelujah, his word is true. His word is true. Amen. Expect the unexpected. Trust God. Trust his word. Mm -hmm. Trust his word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Trust his word. Every day is a new beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, God. Thank you, God. Somebody thought that things were ending just because things seemed to be coming to a close or, or coming to an end or, or, or something. Something was 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 being uh, um, stopped or, or something. I don't know. But I hear what God is saying, that somebody stopped it. Some things were being stopped. God said just because it was coming to a, a, a close or to an end does not mean that it's over. That ending was your new beginning. Hallelujah, Jesus. You got to get out of that, that depressive state just because something has come to an end. Hallelujah. Everything has a season. Hallelujah. Everything has a season. Things must live. Things must die. A time to be born. Amen. That's what the word says. But God says this evening that just because it ended does not mean that you don't have a new start. You have a new start. But you have to trust and depend on God. See, you've been putting your, your trust in the wrong things. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you've been putting your trust in the wrong things, in the wrong people. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. You've been putting your trust in the wrong people. God says, trust him. Trust him and only him. He will send people your way that you can depend on. Hallelujah, Jesus. But allow him to send, it to, send them to you. You have to be ready to Receive what God has for you. Whoever I'm talking to, you, you've been blocking your own blessing. Hallelujah, God said. Oh, God. You've been blocking your own blessing. God says, but today is the day. Hallelujah. Today is the day for you to expect the unexpected. All the things that God has promised you. He says it, it shall come to pass. He hasn't forgotten about you. Hallelujah. He just needs you to trust him. To believe him. Hallelujah. To stand on his word. His word. Not man's word. Because man will let you down. But God's word is never changing. It's the same. Come on somebody. Come on somebody. Trust God. Trust God. Hallelujah. I, I, I want to close with prayer. Amen. Father God, we come to you this evening, God, and we thank you, God, for this word. We thank you, God, for this word, encouraging us to expect the unexpected, God. God, we know that there's been things spoken over our lives and in our lives that has yet to come to pass, God, but we know that your word will not return to you, Lord God. And for that, Father, we tell you, thank you, God. 
For that, Father, we give you praise, God. We give you honor, God, for the promises that you have promised on, unto us, God. We thank you right now, God. Now, God, we ask that you remove all hindrances out of our way. All stumbling blocks, God, out of our way. Move people, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Move people, God, that are, that are blocking our path, God. Move the ones who are speaking discouragement to us, God. Move the ones that are speaking doubt in our ear, God. Hallelujah, God. Move them out of the way, God, so we can hear you more clearer, God. Hallelujah. God, remove the distractions, God. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God. Move the distractions, God. God, give us clear vision to see our purpose and our, the plans that you have desired the ones that you have destined and the ones that you have ordained for us, God. Allow us to walk in that, God. Walk in our purpose with authority. Hallelujah, God. It's not about what man says, God, but it's about what you say, God. So, God, we thank you now. We thank you now for our plans being birthed, God. We thank you now for our purpose being birthed, God. We thank you now for God for us walking out Hallelujah. The plans that you have purpose in our hearts, God. We thank you right now, God. Oh, God, we ask that you bless Apostle Keisha and her family right now, God. Meet their every need, God. Continue to supply everything that they need, God. Keep their cabinets full, God. God, we want you to supply them, God, that they will have no lack in their home, God. Oh, God, we thank you now, God. We ask you, Father, to bless everyone who's on this live, God. Bless those who may even catch this replay, God. God, we ask you right now to continue to open up windows of heaven and pour us out blessings, God, that we won't have room enough to receive, God. And as you bless us, Father, we will bless others. God, we thank you now. We give you praise, God, and we give you honor. It's in your son's name that we do pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you all for joining in this evening for this word from God, encouraging you to expect the unexpected. As I said, write it down somewhere. When you get off this live, go back and write down what God has promised you. Some promises have already come to pass. Others haven't. But just because they haven't does not mean they're not. Trust God for his promise. Because he is a promise keeper. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed evening. Um, a blessed night. Amen. Our next intercession, intercession, intercessor, excuse me, will be on at midnight. Amen. Join us back here for another, for a prayer. Amen. Because we are interceding for the nations. Interceding for the world. Interceding for our president. For our family. For our friends. As well as our enemies or I hate us, or whatever you call them, because everybody's standing in the need of prayer. Amen. So again, I want to encourage you to expect the unexpected. Remember that no matter what comes your way, no matter the circumstance or the situation, our God is greater. He's greater, he's greater, he's greater. And because he is greater, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So don't give up. Hold your head up high. 
And no matter what, you keep pushing. Have a blessed night. Amen.